The Packers have played their four quarters. Now it's time for the fifth quarter. Live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill on Holmgren Way, here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. Hello again, everybody, and welcome back to the Stadium View, another edition of the fifth quarter, and I'm kind of liking these trips to Dallas. After going down there every year in the playoffs in the 90s, only to see these guys get whooped by Aikman and the boys, now we just got to listen to Aikman and Buck <laughs> as the Packers have found a way to uh, take out those Cowboys. 35-31 in a fantastic ball game. we got so much to get to from that day in AT&T Stadium. Just got back today. An amazing drive by Aaron Rodgers. Uh, a fantastic finish. So many great storylines. And uh, we're going to hear from the People's Choice tonight. Jeff Janis is coming over <laughs> to talk about the now 4-1 and NFC North leading Packers alongside, as usual, Matt Z. Hello, Matthew. Hey, hey, hey. You know, uh, speaking of Troy Aikman and the boys, he thought David Bakhtiari was playing yes, yesterday. Yes, yes. He prepped really well, didn't he? Yeah, I don't. I didn't I know see him the, out Saturday night, but I'm surprised I didn't after I heard about that. Hall of Famer, NFL legend, you're the number one team on Fox, but open a book and just see who's playing They today. announced the inactives about ten right. times, you know, before the game. Yeah. So whatever, anyway. So Also, but. you can look at players and go, oh, that doesn't say Bakhtiari on the jersey. Taylor, oh, got it. Bakhtiari, Taylor, Bakhtiari. <laughs> Pretty whatever. close. Whatever, whatever. Hell of a game. Down 21-6. These guys battled back. It was back and forth. Five lead changes in the second half, and the last one was the best one as Aaron Rodgers hits Devontae Adams for that touchdown on a remarkable throw, on a remarkable drive. And, folks, uh, I know you're awfully spoiled, but this is a run of great quarterback play that just keeps getting better and better. A good friend of mine in Dallas that I get to see every time I go down there, Rick Gosselin, he's, ri- he's written and covered the Cowboys in the NFL for 45 years uh, uh, for the Dallas Morning News. Came up to me after the game, and he just shook his head. We're going down to the elevator of the locker room, and he says, that is the best there is in the game today. Best player, any position. Uh, Aaron Rodgers and what he did. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you make an argument against Aaron Rodgers being the best player. Right. I, I just don't see the argument. I mean, Tom Brady more Super Bowl wins, yes, and I'm a huge Tom Brady guy, but he is no, no longer. Too. He's no longer the best quarterback in the game. It's Aaron Rodgers. In week after week, just the stuff that he comes up with and his mobility—that third and eight, he runs off for eighteen, <laughs> and the things he can do. Skipping the day, fantastic. Yes, I mean, he's. He's so clutch, he is so good, and he's so much fun to watch. And if the pinpoint accuracy, you talk about it every single week, and it, maybe it gets old, but it's it's so much fun to watch. Yeah, it really was. And it was a great atmosphere. Thousands and thousands of cheese heads down there yeah. for that game. I'm sure you could hear him go pack go in that fourth quarter. But it was a lot of fun. And uh, let's get to it, shall we? Packers getting behind. First series, Cowboys. I thought they defensed really well down to down. Kevin King, first play of the game. He cuts Ezekiel Elliott's out for a loss of five. Unfortunately, he went down with a concussion, and that started a whole calamity on defense that we're going to talk about a little bit later on today. Uh, but then on third down and long, he just escapes. Nick Perry has got him by the ankles, no. and Dak Prescott finds a guy downfield for 49 yards. They go seven and nothing. Packers come right back in four minutes and get it even at seven. Cow- well, not even, I should say. Mason missed the PAT off the upright. <laughs> but then the Cowboys go right back, score again. Packers have trouble backed up two sacks and three snaps, and you knew it was going to be kind of one of those games. You just had the feel that stops were large. Right. And they got one, and the Cowboys cashed in three touchdowns and three possessions, and I'm not 
feeling very good at 21-6. I don't think many Packers fans were feeling good at that point because it really looked like Dallas's offense was not going to be stopped. And Dak Prescott was doing his best Aaron Rodgers impersonation when he would roll out and wait and throw downfield. Yeah, on they the were run. doing they were doing fine on Elliott. Yeah. I mean, he averaged two yards a carry in the first half. Uh, but again, extended plays. They practice right. it every day with Rodgers. We all talk about that every week, how he extends. Prescott can do it as well. And he has a great security blanket in Jason Witten. Found him more often yep. than not when he needed to make a play. And so they were rolling offensively after kind of struggling the last couple of weeks. But Packers get a uh, touchdown right before the half. And uh, again, another wayward PAT, but 21-12. They knew they were going to get a score going in. They wanted to get a score going out. And then it would be a ball game. And that's exactly what happened. Mason hits from 22. Packer D gets a stop. And then Jordy on the first snap of the fourth quarter gets in for the go-ahead touchdown. Uh, not sure. Oh, they did kick on that one, I should say. But uh, Dallas comes And they get a field goal to push in front. And then the big swing. Uh, the Demarius Randall pick six yep. uh, puts him on top. Uh, they go back down on the eight-minute, 43-second march. And Dak scores from 11 yards out with 113 left. And the entire Metroplex of Dallas-Fort Worth says, what are you doing going in? Lay down, right. let the clock run, and don't give Aaron time. He, had, he needed 35 seconds last year in the yep. playoff game uh, to get into field goal range with no timeouts. And now he had a minute 13, 75 yards, and one timeout. And even Jerry Jones said after the game, I knew we were in trouble when they scored. And I think everybody knew we'd left way too much time for Aaron Rodgers in this offense. It was a matter of just, hey, we're going to get the field goal, go to overtime. But once they crossed midfield. I honestly wasn't thinking that. Prescott goes in, I go, this time, it's just not going to happen. It's going to be one of those games where, all right, something. I felt good about a field goal. You just can't. You did? Yeah, I felt good that they, listen, with a minute 13 and a timeout. When Mason doinks and hooks. One of those, not his I fault. wasn't feeling real good about field. That's I why, I'm not, that's why sure, I wasn't sure. feeling it. Yes. We got a kid snapper and a kid holder and, uh, okay. and, and a hot I was, I was, tempered kicker. I was feeling good about a field goal attempt. All right, okay, all right they were, I'll give you that. That they were going to get into field goal range. With that much time and a timeout, how could Aaron Rodgers not get them into field goal range? But back to the second down call for Dallas on second and two after an eight-yard run. On the fade to Dallas. What in the world are you doing throwing the ball? Why do that? Because you're going to give them even more time if you score. Same thing we could ask Russell Wilson at the goal line in the Super Bowl. No, I know. What were you doing? Why overthink? You think you have have a matchup. House has been struggling. He had a calf injury, came out with cramps, went back in. Uh, Bryant... Just out-muscled Demarius for a touchdown. I, but you have two get, timeouts for Dallas. Whatever. Two yards to get. Make the Green Bay Packers use their last timeout. I don't know why you don't make them burn I that. suppose. Clock management, big part of the game, indeed. But, as we all know, turned out the right way. Except for the, I counted uh, today, five laterals on the last play of the game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do those ever work? Besides... Uh, Cal Stanford. Cal Stanford, or was it... Um, yeah, there was another one. I can't yeah, remember. was it was More Tennessee, history. right? I don't know. With Wycheck? With Frank well, that Wycheck? was a, that was just one. That was yeah, a music that was just City one. Miracle. But I mean, yeah. Do those gimmick no, things they ever don't. work? No, they don't. They don't. So the Packers get it done and get to four and one. Let's go to the locker rooms from AT and T Stadium, and we'll start with the finish. Aaron driving the pack, sixty-three yards in six plays in fifty-two seconds, where he was looking at first down from the twelve. He missed Devontae Adams in the end zone on second down. Uh, the play wasn't quite the same. 
No, I was gonna I was gonna call another play, but uh, Tay came back and said, "Call it again." He said, uh, "Yeah, he just throw you know, with his eyes, he just said throw a better ball." <laughs> so I, I just switched formation up a little bit to put uh, some speed at three with Randall at three to the strength, and uh, was thinking about going back there unless uh, Heath got some width in his drop. They played 55 again, which is two man. Um, just put a better throw on it. He made a great catch. He really did make a great catch. Adams beat Jordan Lewis as Aaron just missed on the first attempt, but certainly not the seconds. It was a tough. It was in a tough spot, but um, I came back and let him know. I said, "Do it. Do it again. Let's go back to it." And he gave me that look, and I was, "Let's, let's do it again." And then do it over there, throw a perfect ball, and I really didn't have to do much. So he just he makes my job easy, and uh, you know, obviously, we've been putting in a lot of work to where we can have that camaraderie and that trust kind of built up, and uh, yeah, it worked what out. And it worked out. I'll it say worked. the fact that it worked at all for Devontae Adams. I mean, amazing any extremity, amazing. any cognitive thinking. Uh, Ten days after he was hospitalized with a wicked blow to the head is an amazing, amazing story. Aaron, <clears throat> Aaron went to him on the first pass of the game and the last pass of the game, right. uh, and uh, he was marvelous throughout. Well, and that was his second touchdown. I mean, I know a yeah. lot of the focus is on that second touchdown, but that first touchdown, that catch, and to yes, stay in bounds. That was outstanding. That happened six miles away from me. I was in the opposite corner Equally of the stadium. Equally as impressive, and that throw was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. But you mentioned 10 days ago, it was the hit to the head. He was in the hospital, and he's now he's out running around taking more hits and he making. Thought, he thought he was in Texas last Friday morning. Yeah. I mean, holy cow. But, yeah, what a, what a performance for Devontae. He was great. As I mentioned, fifth and final lead change of that second half. The fourth one occurred when Dak ran it in from the 11 with uh, 73 seconds left. And as we were talking about, everyone seemed to think that's way too much time for Rodgers. Did Dak consider laying down to burn more clock? I mean, you're playing with fire with doing that. I mean, those guys get paid on defense too. So I mean, if you're, you're running out and you're trying to get it to, to third down and you're wasting the time, I mean, it's it's a slippery slope there. So I mean, for us, it's important just to get a get in the end zone, uh, put the pressure on them, um, and trust in our defense. Last time I saw anyone let somebody score was Holmgren in the Super Bowl, right? With the Broncos to uh, save to some give, time to give Favre a chance, but no, not this time. And, and you know, say he falls down at the one yard line, half yard line, and then they don't get in. And what if they don't get in? Right, because you need the touchdown. It's not a field goal at that point. You absolutely need it, but you've got two timeouts. You have over a minute. And to And they go. have that overhead camera that works yeah. really good on replay challenges. Yes, on fourth it does. And once, yes, it, it wow. does. I mean, the only stadium in the league that's got that. Both defenses, though, uh, were trusted, but they had issues. Blake Martinez led the pack in tackles with a dozen, and he talked about dealing with Mr. Elliott. Yeah, I think our kind of thought process throughout it, um, the game was just, hey, make it difficult. And I think we did that, and um, I think he got a little bit of those runs um, near the end of the game, and I think we'll look back on it and know that we had an opportunity to make sure he was under 100, but um, making it difficult was one of our uh, keys. Yeah, it was one of their keys. They made it difficult, but he only had 32 yards until the fourth quarter yeah. started, but he finished with a buck 16, and it was the Packers who found themselves a runner themselves. In Aaron Jones, the rookie from UTEP, a buck 25 on 19 carries, a 6-6 average, and a touchdown. Not bad for a guy who was inactive on opening day, the starter in week five. Uh, you just always have to prepare as if you're going to play, and uh, I do the same thing every week, and it just uh, my number was called this week, and I was ready. He was ready. Better numbers than Mr. Elliott. No, look, he looked fantastic. He did. And Rodgers talking after the game saying he's got nothing but confidence in him. He's fine with him out there, first down, second down, third down. He feels really good Protection about the way he runs. was the one thing they were worried about. Sure. But
Yeah, hung in there, but he really ran hard and had a big one on that final drive. But you learn protections in picking things up in game speed. I mean, he's got to be true. out there at some point. Yeah, so. I agree. Well, the Packer D, though, made the biggest play uh, when uh, Prescott passed, bounced off the hands of Terrence Williams and right into the hands of Demarius Randall, who scooted 21 yards for the score that put the Pack up 28-24 in the fourth. But after the game, it was an exasperating <laughs> interview with Randall. Hey, Demarius, about, can you talk about the pick and was the after the play just kind of the culmination of the last week or so for you? What happened after the play? Penalty. I don't think I got a penalty. Just talk about the play, how it occurred. Just kind of playing football, and uh, and uh, the ball just ended up coming to me, picked it off, scored a touchdown. You didn't flip it at Dak or anything like that? Flip what? Flip the ball towards Prescott. Oh, no, nah, I don't know. I mean, no. Nah. What was the coverage on the play? What did you see? Coverage was internal matter. An internal matter. That was the catchphrase all <laughs> week after the Bear game because McCarthy ran him into the locker room right. for his petulance on the sideline. And here he is again after a big play, and he acts like a complete idiot. Yeah. What penalty? The the flip, yeah, the, the ball towards what? Prescott. What do you mean I threw it at Prescott? What are you talking about? Right. Come on, Demarius. And I will say, come on, Troy Aikman, you didn't hear it, but he called him out on that and said, look, kid, grow up. You can't be doing this stuff, leaving locker rooms, throwing balls. Just grow up because he's got talent. He's got talents coming out of the ears, but unfortunately yeah. there is nothing between the ears At with times, Demarius Randall. Yeah, I mean, There's not. Yeah, he's got to ah, just. Ah, says he's the best defensive athlete. back yep. uh, you know, on this team. He very may well be, but he's 24 going on six. Yeah, he's got to grow up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, man, I'm so done with him. All right. But anyway, nice play. <laughs> Good play. It was a gift and a gimme. I mean, if he drops that pick. But he was there. Uh, But he was there. All right. So, anyway, thankfully there were other Packer heroes to discuss a big road win with. Uh, Engineered again in Dallas by Mr. Rogers, who talked about how clutch has now become routine. Again, it's about uh, doing the little things at the most important time. Making the uh, the simple play and the smart play and and starting off with a good good gainer. In that situation, with one timeout and, and a little over a minute 10, the key is... You want to get out of bounds. You don't want to have to use your, your timeout until you're on the, the plus side of the 50. And uh, we were able to do that with a couple nice completions uh, and, and get things rolling a little bit. And then hit a big run that went out of bounds. And then obviously my scramble kind of set us up to take some shots in the end zone. That was, and even McCarthy agreed, I just, got, I just left the stadium on my way to the show, one of the most cleanest executed two-minute drills right. he's ever seen. Every play. Where were the mistakes? Right. Yeah. Other than a two-man overload blitz with a sure. deflected pass, and then the heavy rush where he had to overthrow Allison. Other than that, bada bing, bada boom, bada bing. And so calm. And and just yeah, unbelievable. Always aware of the moment and the situation. And Mike McCarthy's Packers now has made it four out of five on the season. Well, it was an exciting win uh, for our football team. Um, I, I just I can't say enough about our guys. Excellent win. Uh, we're excited to be a four and one. Uh, we just got to get our guys home and get ready for Minnesota. We're on to Minnesota. We're on to Minnesota. Bring on those Vikings who play tonight with the Bears. All right. And Sam Brab's expected to start. Yes, tonight. and the Mitchell yeah. Trubisky era begins in Chicago. Can't wait to watch that one when I get home tonight. We are live from the Stadium View. We welcome the folks in Sheboygan and Owasa statewide on the Fifth Quarter Network. We're brought to you by Robinson's Heating and Cooling, American Metal Roos, Nicolay Bank, Diamonds and Gold, and of course the Stadium View. What's happening there, Matt? Well, you got Singo on Wednesday, All musical right. bingo, but then. It's this weekend, Friday, Saturday, 
It's a party here at Stadium View celebrating their 25th anniversary. Wow. Monster Bash. The big, big day is Saturday from 3 p.m. to 1 o'clock in the morning. They're gonna have they're gonna have rollback beer prices from three thirty to five thirty. The most you'll pay for a beer is three bucks. The cheapest is a buck fifty. Nice. Starting at three thirty right. and reuniting on the big stage from six to ten. Shaker and the Egg. Okay. And they are fantastic. All right. If you haven't seen Shaker and the Egg, check them out on. Come Saturday. on out this weekend for the birthday bash. We're taking a break. When we come back, Jeff Janice, guns a blazing. Is going to be our guest when the fifth quarter returns right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Back on top of the NFC North are your Green Bay Packers, 35-31 over Dallas. Hey, the Panthers did us a favor, although I'm not so sure. They're 4-1 four, four and one as well. Taking out the Lions at Ford Field yesterday, 27-24. So we'll worry about them later. We got them in December, right? It is a pleasure to welcome back onto the show tonight. He is the pride of Saginaw Valley State and the bane of every deer and other wildlife <laughs> in the state of Wisconsin. <laughs> it's our Hunter Supreme and the best gunner, I think, in the NFL. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Janis back with us tonight. Hello, Jeff. I, mi- oh, yeah. I missed the night of hunting just to come just to come hang out with you, so that's how important you, uh, it is. What, you got your stand, everything all set, your, your oh, brush yeah. and your yeah. blinds? Yeah, I'm getting deer pictures sent to my phone as we speak. So. Oh, that's right. <laughs> what? You are super high-tech, aren't you? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I remember you showed me a couple of those. There yeah. was a big one, yeah. really big one, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Just wandering right by the camera, and yeah. here we were talking in the locker room, and you're going, damn, why I'm in the locker room. Yep, while I'm at work. Yeah, dang it. Stupid, dang hell of job. a win, Jeff. That was a hell of a win last night. Yeah, was it uh, exciting enough for you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm getting used to it in that building. <laughs> Man, Holy cow. that was crazy. What is it about him? Well, You've been around him for four years. You see it all the time. Yeah, I don't know. He's just unbelievable. That's, that's the only word I can use to describe him. He talked about, uh, after the playoff win, uh, how he was just doing <sighs> relaxes in the huddle. He knew it was, mm-hmm. you know what the situation, 30 seconds left. I, we got to get a field goal to get this thing done. said, minute 13, I didn't even bother breathing because I knew it this time. Yeah, I felt like on the sideline we all knew that that was too much time to give us. I felt like we all knew that we were going to go down to score, at least get a field goal, So especially with him and our, as quarterback. I mean, we feel like we got a pretty good shot. See, Mark, I wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah, I know. The whole team I felt know. it, Mark. No, I was talking to guys in the press box. I said it can't keep <laughs> happening the yeah. way it happens. Because I mean, I, I've been on teams where it's like, oh, we only have a minute thirteen left. Crap. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think anybody on the on the sideline. But he felt says that. the key is you've got to make something happen on that first snap. Because mm-hmm. if you get behind the chains in that kind of a situation, yep. suddenly the place goes absolutely nuts. Mm-hmm. But you can really quiet them down and. What I thought was the most fascinating thing is that the first throw to Adams mm-hmm. for 14 actually set up the last two throws. Can you kind of talk about because he saw how maybe Lewis was mm-hmm. sh- uh, shading him, either inside leverage or outside leverage? Yeah, I think uh, just knowing the matchups is that we felt pretty strong with Devontae in the red zone and knowing his abilities, you know, he's got a really high vertical leap, things like that. Um, we felt pretty, pretty strong that we'd be able to go to him in the red zone. But it was another tough fight, down 21-6. It wasn't un- too much unlike the Bengal game. But, you know, Aaron says the identity of this team is kind of being forged as 
there's no excuses, no matter what the situation. Yeah, and Aaron, I mean, he's a perfectionist. So, I mean, and he knows how to run the offense. He knows what we're capable of. And same thing with Coach Mike. He knows what we're capable of. So when we're not performing to our best, you know, it, it's, it's kind of frustrating. But that's uh, only because we know how well we can play. I would think when you get everybody back, Bakhtiari, Montgomery, don't uh, say it. Don't don't say it. Well, I'm so just, when we get everybody back, we're gonna be really good. Well, no, I'm just saying when you get everybody back, <laughs> I would expect us. it to improve. You've yeah. got a Pro Bowl left tackle. I mean, yeah, you're right. In theory, yeah, we should, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but then again, we see JJ Watt go down in a heat. We mm -hmm. see Odell Beckham break his ankle. This is a difficult, yeah. difficult way to make a living. Yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, especially I mean when you play a lot of snaps, it's tough to stay healthy. I mean, you're going 100 miles an hour every single play and trying to make something happen. So. To stay healthy, it is really tough in this league. I'm not going to say he went 100 miles an hour, but he finally has a kickoff return, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't turn out as so hot, but uh, hey, yeah. I guess, yeah. It was a nice high kick, and I think they really wanted to have a return there just yeah. to, to stretch more time. I think they were using the sun as their advantage. It was... Let's talk it, about it. It was that. glaring. It was... Did Jerry plant... Well, they've got to look at it, too, but right. I mean... Yeah. I'm it like, you couldn't like, have turned the it's stadium. It's like a magnifying glass. Yeah, you couldn't have turned the stadium just sideways. It's so all then... panels, so it is a direct shot. Yeah. And Vogel was talking about he couldn't, he had no idea. He couldn't <laughs> even see his linemen. He was blinded <laughs> on that last big punt, which I want to yeah. talk about. Um, but there was a 12-man on the field penalty that moved mm -hmm. him five yards, and it got Vogel into the shade, and then he hits a rocket. Yeah, that worked out for me, I guess. Work out for you. Um, I mean, yeah, you can even see Aaron. I mean, he was covering his eyes on that one drive. Cause, but then I mean, again, I thought, well, can't. the Dallas receivers are going to have to turn and look yeah. into it, too. So, yeah. I guess. But that's the stadium. But you're right. Why that design? Why that location? How do you not foresee that's going yeah. to be an issue for well, your yeah. team? The sun just, sets in the same spot. It's just every like right. how yeah. they forgot to add <laughs> that's how <it> works. <laughs> 4,000 seats for the Super Bowl that year. Yeah. The Packers were down there. And I'll never forget know. this lady who had one of those seats. Saw me in the concourse. She was from Green Bay. Tears reaming out of it. Mark. You gotta get, you gotta get me in here. You gotta get. I said I can't do anything. <laughs> so she was stuck. She had to go watch it in the circus tent uh, outside. Can you imagine that, Jerry? Come on, Jerry. <laughs> What's the secret, Jeff, to getting on a returner before he can even think about a fair catch, much less catch it? Oh, well, I mean, it has everything to do with the punt. I mean, really? If he, he's got to give me time to get down there, and he did. He he hung it up there pretty good, and. Um, and I, returners know, if, and if they have to take a couple steps back, that usually they're going to return it. So once I saw him take a couple steps back, I knew he wasn't going to fair catch it. And, uh, At the 10? I was, or whatever? <laughs> yeah, and I was, I was pretty shocked that, uh, I mean, <laughs> it, it was crazy. But, uh, I mean, yeah, he, he took a couple steps back. And um, I, yeah, I think on the play you can kind of see me slow down towards the end a little bit because I just wasn't didn't know where the ball was. But then, yeah, it, it, he hung it up there. So a late, just frantic hand up. And you're going 100 miles an hour, you're dead, I guess, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I guess I just got to contort but, my body no, and yeah, dive I, out of the way. That's I don't know. <laughs> got a question, though, from Maz over here in the crowd tonight. He said, you know, how teams play gunners, whether there's you're doubled mm -hmm. by those two on the defensive side or singled up. Um, what, what goes into that, and what are you seeing more often than not? I would think more doubles now. than Yeah, you. yeah, definitely. I get doubled now more than I have in the – well, because in the past, you know, when I first started being a gunner and having success, I was yeah, – You're a wide receiver. You're not <laughs> yeah, a DB. Yeah, exactly, and I was yeah. just getting singled, and I was running by people and making tackles. So teams started to take notice of that, and then that's where the fun stuff starts of getting double teamed and dropping guys to come cut you and stuff like that. But, 
Yeah, they tried to do that on that play too. Um, they they dropped a guy from the middle to to try and come get me, but just kind uh, of peel back to yeah, the second. Guy. Yeah, but like I said, it was a deep punt, and I didn't have to slow down at all. I just kept running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got him. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, when you were on cover two a couple of weeks ago, uh, Chris Roth had video of you getting chased into the bench. Yeah, and quite uh, a bit. and that happens a lot. Yeah, and like I said on there, uh, I mean it's something that doesn't get called a lot is. The defense isn't supposed to be able to touch you as soon as you go out of bounds, but it happens every single but time. But you can't, and you can just run you parallel to the bench all the way you, No, you, can't, you have to make an attempt to get back on the field. You can't run parallel. You have to have an angle towards the sideline coming back in. And I got flagged with that last year because I remember my, that. my angle wasn't good enough for the ref, I so guess, which technically it, it was legal. but Two degrees right. towards the exactly, field Exactly, two degrees. That's what I did. That's pretty much what I did. Yeah, amazing, amazing. So on kick returns, what's going through your head? What are you thinking about pre-kick and then once the ball's in the air? Um, just reading my blocks is pretty much, I mean, we have a direction, obviously, um, before the play starts. And uh, just reading my blocks uh, and pretty much wherever their defender is, taking it the opposite way. When the ball's in the air, how often are you peeking down, looking, peeking down, looking, trying to keep a track of the ball? Or is it the guys in front of you telling you, um, no, I usually don't do that. I think that's more for punt returners. Um, yeah. As far as when we keep it in the end zone, things like that. That's. I mean, I stand on the, the end line, and if I have to take a step back, we keep it in. Do you have? Is there a rule for you guys as kick returners? How deep the ball's kicked into the end zone? It's an automatic touchback. Yeah, or what does Ron Zook want? Yeah, that's what that's what I'm talking about. I start with my feet on the end zone line, and then yeah. if I if I have to go backwards to catch a ball, we we keep it in. We we feel like. Given Aaron Rodgers the, the ball, well, sure, the what was the league leading kickoff returner? Probably twenty-seven. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, I mean, yards, you, you get so. a good return nowadays, and it's you know not even out to the thirty usually. Is it a? I don't want to say useless play, but the percentage of touchbacks in this league, Jeff, are enormous. Yeah, I mean that was our first one of the year, so I mean that's that shows you how. No, who was the other team that hadn't had one? Do you know? Do you remember? We were talking about that the other uh, day. I, can't I don't know. I think there was two teams yeah, that yeah. hadn't. At, you, the, at the time, there was only yeah, two you teams. Yeah, you got one. Yeah. All right. And well. we were the last one. All right. Well, you're in the books anyway as a kickoff yeah. returner, and hopefully you break one soon. We're visiting with Jeff Janis, but we got to take a break. And when we come back, the fun and games start here on the fifth quarter. Looking for our hot play of the day from that Cowboy victory. Don't go away. We're back with more right after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, pulling the string with Jeb Janis and Bo Hunter Supreme, our guest tonight, talking about that big win over the Cowboys. Tons of big plays in that game. Time to find the hot play of the day. It's brought to you by our friends at Robinson's Heating and Cooling. You know how it works. You guess the hot play. You take home a prize tonight. Great grill set. You also get qualified for a grand prize. A pair of indoor club seats to that Viking rematch. Got game one Sunday and the rematch December 23rd at Lembo Field. All right, let's see if we can't find one. Tons of big plays in that game. First hot play contestant, Larry, what's your guess? Larry? Devontae Adams, game-winning touchdown. Not much doubt about the hot play this week, <laughs> I don't think. Yes, how about Rodgers to Adams and a game winner? Three receivers right, Adams split to the left. Rodgers in the shotgun, Jones to his left. Aaron pointing to the right now. Gets the snap, looking, throws left side of the end zone. Leaping, great, yes! Devontae Adams. Yes! Touchdown, Green Bay! spectacular throw and catch to the left side of the end zone. They beat Jordan Lewis, Devontae Adams. Green Bay leads
wins it, 34-31. Indeed, Wayne Larrabee on the call of the Packer Radio Network with Larry busting out another for the Packers. Adam, six catches, two scores coming 10 days after spending the night in the hospital. That's a pretty busy week and a half. Just something about those concussions, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I mean, God allowed me to come out here and play to the best of my abilities. So, obviously, you know, it's was, it was a great win for us, and uh, I'm just happy I came out healthy. Got out of it healthy, indeed. Congratulations. Larry, you're our hot play of the day. Winner will do the cold play a little bit later on. Jeff Janis, a fellow wide receiver in the room with Devontae Adams. It didn't appear that he was really out of it at all. Once he got out of the hospital, he seemed to clear up miraculously. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Uh, I think as soon as he woke up, I think he was like, "All right, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go yeah. play football." Yeah, I don't think no. he was. He had very many symptoms. So you ever that's had good. one? What's that? You ever had one? Unfortunately. Yeah. All yeah. Right. They're not fun. No, they're not fun. But you know, he said he went, did a little cardio work, didn't mm-hmm. have the headaches, didn't have sensitivity to the lightness and the darkness and stuff yeah. like that, and kind of felt early in the week. And then when we saw him running around at practice, yeah, he was kind of had a feeling he was going to get cleared, but yeah. still, to have that kind of a game. Yeah. After that kind of a hit, yeah. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, and you hate to see stuff like that happen. I mean, when when you see those big hits, it always kind of you know put it in the back of your head of things that can happen. And I mean, it, it can kind of change the way you play. So you got to try to you know just play loose and, and try to trust that that's not going to happen. There is something to be said for guys that have no fear going over the middle. And yes, you know, you... and you can tell guys that have no fear, and you can tell guys that, that do have a little fear. <laughs> Alligator arms, first sign. Or just the head spinning, or maybe Terrence Williams. Did he, he yeah. hear Clay Matthews? Yeah, I would, say, I would say all of the above. Play? I mean, and it takes sometimes it takes getting hit like that, and it changes the way you play. But um, like I said, sometimes it takes just seeing it happen, and uh, that can change too. I suppose. See. All right, I want to talk about hunting now. Yeah, really? me too. Right? Yeah. Let's talk hunting. Yeah. I mean, you're a huge hunter. You've got pictures sent to your phone. <laughs> now, obviously, a big deer hunter, right? Yeah. What's um. What's your best deer hunting memory? Best deer hunting memory would be my first buck that I shot in the youth season with my dad. That How was, old? I was 14. That was my first buck with a rifle. In Michigan? Yeah, I was in Michigan, and we, we always hunted out in state land in Michigan for as long as I can remember, and I never saw a deer out there. And my dad was like, yeah, we're going to go uh, sit out there tonight. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> Thinking, we're not gonna well, see, let's we're bond. Yeah, Son, let's yeah, bond. We're not going to see anything. And <laughs> yeah. out of nowhere, this eight point just comes walking in. It was it was crazy. Was there hesitation? I mean, this was your first takedown. I mean, did you? You're like Don Knotts? <laughs> what, yeah, what was, what was going through your head? How calm yeah. were you? How oh, nervous gosh. were you? Gosh. Well, I mean, it, it, it never changes. The second you see antlers, it just gets your heart going like crazy. And uh, I had him in the had him in the scope for probably 30 seconds, and I took like I think two deep breaths before I before I shot him because I was shaking pretty bad. All right. So what's uh, your worst <laughs> hunting memory? <laughs> well, I didn't probably, pull any Dick Cheney's or anything. No. No, I probably have to say it just happened. I I missed one the other day. Really? I did. It was first thing in the morning, and uh, yeah, I just missed. I went right over his back. I. I couldn't I could see him but not very well I could see my pin a little bit but I couldn't so it was it was a rush shot that I probably shouldn't have took but I was pretty jacked up about seeing a buck you've really evolved <laughs> into a more uh, of a bow hunting preference though yeah yeah once I started bow hunting that was something that I really took interest in just being so much closer to him I mean that that really hooked me once I started doing that that's what I hear is that there's just much more 
of the hunt involved in the hunt with yeah. the bow. Yeah, and I mean, rifle season is fun and everything, but uh, I mean, being 20 yards from a deer is, is something that gets me a little bit more. So how much, how much practice do you put in then with a bow? I mean, are you constantly... Yeah, I mean, I try to shoot at least like a dozen arrows each night. I mean, that's just something that I, that I do, and I got my wife into it, so she shoots with me as well. And she's going out tomorrow, you said. Yeah, she is. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jealous? Yeah. Oh. She's been on baby watch, so I gotta, I gotta do that, I guess. Every oh, now and then. Oh, all right. I do, <laughs> now, you're a big deer hunter. Do you do bigger game than that? Have you gone on big hunting trips, or? Uh, I've only done one other trip to Canada on a bear hunt, which I was unsuccessful. But uh, I, I want to do a moose hunt. That's something that's on my bucket list. Really? Yeah. Really. Well, I got a brother-in-law who lived out in Montana for years, and they, my outlaw brothers, uh, would all go on a week-long like elk hunt mm-hmm. and everything up in the uh, up in the mountains. Yeah. He said it's unbelievable. Yeah, that's something else I want to do. I uh, want to do that. Put it on the list. Put it on the list. It's on the list. <laughs> all right, it's on the list. And so is our cold play of the day. We got to take another break. Jeff Janice, our guest tonight, talking hunting, football, and everything else. Don't go away. More of the fifth quarter live from the Stadium View after this timeout. We now return you to the fifth quarter live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Oh, everybody's sharing their kill photos now yeah. with, uh, I love it. with Jeff Janis. <laughs> no Pat, what, where'd you get that one? Uh, nice. Big bear. Corner <laughs> pounder. I know. i got to start putting in for my tags. All right. Get it in there. All right, we got our hot play win. we got to do a cold play from the Packers win over the Cowboys. And uh, line them up. Same deal. Marcy is up first. What's Marcy. your guess? Uh, two missed extra points. The cold play, cold play. Yes, uh, actually, two of them. It happened twice. Mason's first point after doink, doink the right upright. The second one hooked wide left. This is from a guy who has converted them at 98.6% for his career. He's missed seven in ten years. And two yesterday. It looked like the snap and hold were a bit on the iffy side, especially on the second one. Here's holder and punter Justin Vogel. We just got it was just a little out of rhythm, uh, rhythm, and we'll have to look at the film and uh, with the coaches and uh, see exactly what we need to fix and adjust. Because obviously that's not acceptable. And uh, thank, thank Aaron for getting us out of that because it could have cost us the game. Could have, could have. That's why it wasn't that cold, but it was still chilly. Looked like he kind of mishandled the second snap, and and Mason, that gave extra time for the rush. And you, yeah, he had but to Mason's force it. swing was yeah. off and. Wow, he was hot. Yeah, I was going to ask Mason what happened, but I figured I'd uh, better I leave it alone. Me. Yeah, I didn't even see Mason. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then again, last time we were in Dallas, it was all about That's Mason. That's true. So yeah. I have no worries about him yeah. as a place kicker. Yeah. But still, Marcy, you're a winner of the Coldplay. Our- Congratulations. So Jeff just said he was going to ask Mason about it, but said I'll leave him alone. Are there particular guys in the locker room who you know to stay away from? If they have a bad play well, or a bad game. Well, I feel like Mason, I feel like, and kickers in general, are just like, I'm superstitious, but everything has to be, you know, perfect, and they don't want to get in their head at all, so I just said, eh, I'm not even going to ask him about it. I'm just going to let him boot this kick. Persnickety, and- yeah. They <laughs> yeah. are very particular. Yeah. You talk about Aaron being a perfectionist, and these guys mm-hmm. are in, in a more peculiar way. Yeah, and I think, like, Mason, he, he doesn't like to see the laces at all. When, you know, most holders, you know, they spin the ball. Yeah. I don't think he even likes to see the laces. But that's why so. Brett was so good yeah. at snapping. <laughs> right. I mean, because he could snap it. Yeah. And in I get- one point, whatever seconds, 
and the laces would never. I was just going to say, so they must snap it and have the right rotation to where it doesn't even. Yeah, but it's still got to get back. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know how that works. Amazing <laughs> skill, but all right. Tabor, it's the operation. Tabor yeah. Pepper, you, you get, you're, you're the guy, uh, so let's end everything else. I hope it doesn't come around to bite them, but I don't think it will. Um, yesterday there was a run in injuries in the defensive backfield. Kevin King went down with a concussion. Yeah. And then Devon House cramped up. And then Morgan Burnett had a hamstring. And guys were playing all kinds of positions that they'd never played before. And we were talking to Dom Capers just before coming down. He said, we had more personnel groups for this game than any other this season. And all of a sudden that happens. And you're asking Hawkins to play the slot when he's never practiced it. This thing went on with the offensive line for three weeks. It has happened at the receiver position last year. Mm -hmm. How do you hold it together, Jeff? I know everyone trains the same way, and and you're responsible to be prepared, but it ain't easy. Yeah, it's not, but, uh, I mean, it just goes back to that. you just got to trust your training and rely on what you've learned in practice and and things you've done in practice. Um, I think that's the biggest thing when I went in is um, just realizing, I mean, we're running the same plays. You just got to go out and execute like things that we talked about. Well, not exactly the same plays. For when you were in there right. in Arizona, it was yeah. just go. Yeah. And get it. <laughs> True. Those the biggest plays of your career? Yeah. By it had far. to be. Yeah. That that <laughs> touchdown was just It's unbelievable. And it's something I'm always going to remember. I mean, that, that was crazy. And really, that started the Hail Mary craze, if you think about it. Because yeah. the Richard Rodgers came after, <laughs> right? No, Richard was first. Oh, Richard yeah, was first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was oh, yeah, first. that's right. You were yeah, in the, playoff in the game. playoffs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we all know about the Fitzgerald yeah. and everything yeah. else. And then that. Randall had one. And then Randall at the half the of the Giants game. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. nonetheless, outside of the two minute drills, which are becoming so passe around here, those Hail Marys, <laughs> yeah. Aaron's ridiculous at too. It's something that we practice. So, I mean, and the funny thing is, is the guy who's supposed to catch the Hail Mary never catches the Hail Mary. So, I don't know how that works out, but hey, I guess someone just has to catch it. Because you gotta knock it down, right? That's what they yeah. say. Yeah. But it looked like on the one in Arizona, I can still. You were almost stumbling because you knew it was coming yeah. on you, and yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> the formation wasn't right. The play wasn't right. You got flushed out. Why the? Yeah. yeah it, it just wasn't right. But it worked out. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's unbelievable. We know about your special teams. You're a gunner. You're wearing a shirt that says "Damn Fast." <laughs> it was a present. <laughs> so, how much time do you spend in the off season? working speed because it's such a crucial part of your game what is a training day like for you yeah um i pretty much stick to the weight room pretty much in the off season just because we do do so much running and during the season and once preseason starts and all that but um i mean honestly if you're fast i mean you're born fast i mean honestly the guys that are fast i mean they're, they're just born that way so I mean that I mean you can always improve upon it and get a little bit faster. Yeah, Usain Bolt will take it down one exactly. hundredth of a second. Yeah, so how do you get a little bit faster? Over. Yeah, you can't get. <laughs> no, listen, faster. you're not going to go from a ten <laughs> flat to an eight. No, but you just but there are things you can do to not yeah. become slower. Right? right. Yeah, and I'm a big I'm a big power lifter. That's what I did in high school, and I think that's something that made me excel in college when I really started lifting weights even more. Um, so I mean, sticking to a bunch of the main powerlifting things: deadlift, squat. Um, you know, things like that, and um, power clean, things that really work on your explosiveness. So what's your first football memory? First football memory? Um, well, when I first started playing football, I think I was in fourth grade, and I didn't play very much just because, you know, usually then the coaches' kids play a lot, no. things like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And uh, it wasn't until uh, we did one drill where you just two cones, and you had a person to tackle and then a person to run the ball, and you just had to run through between the cones and, and tackle the guy. And I went through, like, 
I don't know, eight or nine times and nobody was tackling me. So then the coaches were like, maybe we should put this kid at running back. <laughs> and uh, I think my first my first game at running back, first play, I went 90 yards for a touchdown. Aha. Wow. <laughs> that is a good first memory. Yeah, that's fantastic. Nice. Yeah. So who was your favorite athlete growing up? Um, when I was younger, it was Barry Sanders. That was my, my guy. Loved Barry Sanders. Yeah. I and covered I mean, his whole career. I, I was He's like one of five guys, Jeff, that I, I would – pay to watch yeah and i never had to pay and his highlights still come up you know every once in he, a while on, on social media amazing. stuff it is just um, ridiculous yeah. yeah saw so many of those great games mm-hmm. if you weren't had. a professional football player what do you think you'd be doing um i would probably be a chiropractor slash hunter on the side <laughs> more hunter <laughs> slash yeah, chiropractor yeah, really, yeah. yeah i'd be yeah i'd be filming hunts and a chiropractor on the side you know, how, how about like you know the the call of the wild outdoor show or something like that you know or, uh, i don't yeah. know I don't know. Filming hunts is something that I've really grown to do because I, I had, had one f- uh, filmed two years ago uh, over in Buffalo County, and it was on right. the Outdoor Channel. And okay. So it was something that was that was really fun to me, and I, I kind of try to film my own hunts now. And but I would yeah, yeah but that would, that's just another kind of thing that makes a noise or something happens and yeah. oh away yeah they I've go. had I've scared deer away and yeah. the cameraman scared deer away yeah it, it it's a lot more challenging which I guess once you shoot a few deer and you want more of a challenge it's something right. that you can do. Halloween's coming up at the end of the month. What was your favorite costume <laughs> as a kid? I was always Scream. You guys... Scream. Oh, the ghost from Scream? Yeah. Sure. Well, oh, 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 the mask? Yeah, with the mask. Scream. Yeah, the mask. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah the guy with the ghosty mask sure. thing or guy. I was him like, I don't know, like six or seven years in a row. I don't know. I... <laughs> six or Yeah, you buy yeah. one mask. And then... I just wore it every single year. <laughs> <laughs> the coach's kids always got the better costumes, right? Yeah. yeah really. Right. Okay. So Ahmad Brooks last week said he loved being a vampire. You love the scream guy. All right. There's a lot of death on this team. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, really. as kids, that's some issues, I think. Yeah, I suppose. All right. <laughs> well, it will be Friday the 13th coming up. In that is true. Days. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So, off to Minnesota and uh, another noisy place. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Bank, he opened up last year, lost 17-14. Sam Bradford was ridiculous that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were right in it again at the end. Bradford back tonight uh, as they take on the Bears. And uh, Minnesota's defense, I think, is terrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xavier Rhodes, Trey Waynes, guys yep. you'll be running up against. Yeah, and they got some receivers putting up good numbers now. So, I mean, it's, it's going to be a good matchup for sure. Yeah, Adam Thielen. Yeah. I mean. He was he was a guy before he re-signed. I mean, he kept popping up in our meeting rooms just of guys to watch because, I mean, really? he runs really good routes. He gets open. Yeah, so, I mean, that doesn't surprise me that he's being. I saw a note where he is like one of only about two or three players that played high school, college, and professional football in the same state. Hmm, the whole career. He's a Minnesota kid. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he I think Minnesota. he went to St. Cloud State. And now he's playing for the Vikings, oh, number 19 cool. yeah. for the Minnesotans. He's uh, an interesting guy. Uh, but they lost their top running back, Dalvin Cook. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I just don't know how high-octane their offense is going to be. But you guys now, Jeff, have got to feel awfully good about enduring that first quarter of the season with so many problems, knock on wood, uh, and now getting another huge road win in Dallas. You guys are sitting pretty here to build a little momentum. Two more to the bye week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys can set yourself up in pretty good yeah. shape. And like you said, hopefully we get some guys back that are that are injured, and that we can start kind of catching this rhythm here before the bye week starts. And um, I mean, Aaron Jones. I mean, how how awesome was he? He was fantastic. Oh my gosh, we were watching the film today, and just like he made it look so easy, he was incredible. Honestly, I didn't see the inside cutting and vision in training camp because these guys got so few carries. Yeah. I thought Jamal Williams was going to be the line drive banger. 
uh, with lean that was mm-hmm. going to really be a physical runner. Devontae Mays and Aaron Jones, I was thinking, okay, but mm-hmm. Jones has really had the best speed of the edge. Yeah, and, I mean. But, I mean, he looked supernatural. Yeah, and, I mean, he, he had guys around him that normally, you know, you'd stutter your feet to try to make miss or something, and he literally didn't even make them flinch and just made guys miss. And we talk about this all the time on this, on this show, uh, on the sports, uh, whatever I'm doing, is – <laughs> The Packers don't need a 1,600-yard rusher. You need a guy that's going to get three to five yards of carry. And on Jordy Nelson's touchdown, watch the highlight when you get a chance. Aaron, play fakes to Aaron. And <laughs> Byron Jones is charging to the line. The linebackers charge. This is from the 10-yard line. And Jordy just runs behind. Play action will get the passing game even more dangerous. Yeah, so I mean, just the threat of the run. Yeah, and it's setting it up too. I mean, Jordy was doing really good blocking on you know something similar that whole game. So uh, you know you make it look similar, and then you pop open for a pass. Wide, Wide open. open. Wide open. Yeah. The things we don't notice as fans watching the game. Yeah. Just the setting up one play <laughs> yeah. in the beginning of a game. That's what amazes me about Aaron's explanation on that last drive. How we were doing right? all of this to set up the yeah. finish. Yeah. Because we knew we were going to get there, and if we start this way by attacking with Devontae's cover man that he was going to get the matchup with the right leverage on the goal line. How do you just – he just knows that. I don't know. I, I feel like he knows the outcome of the game before it even – like before we even start. <laughs> <laughs> He's amazing. Well, Jeff, uh, it was great to have you back on. Uh, guests of the fifth quarter received gift certificates from our friends at Diamonds and Gold, one of the great jewelry stores. You'll find them over in the Central Plaza in Alloway. That one goes directly to Alyssa. Get her something yeah. not too shiny for the hunt tomorrow because right. they'll spot it. Right. All right? Exactly. And really appreciate you coming on. You're always a blast. You're one of the favorites of the fans all the time, Jeff. Thanks for spending some time with us. No problem. Thanks for having me. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Janis. We're going to take a time out, and then we're going to get really crazy. All kinds of great prizes to give away. Don't go away. We'll head to the finish line in the fifth quarter right after this. We now return you to the fifth quarter, live from the Stadium View Bar and Grill. Here are Mark Daniels and Matt Z. All right, welcome back, everybody. Boy, that's fun. Jeff's a good guy. Loves oh, he's awesome. Loves he's to awesome. hunt. Loves to run. Loves to play. And uh, who knows, maybe there's another Hail Mary in his future. Always fun having him come on board. All right, Bears and the Vikes tonight. We'll get a chance to scout two NFC North teams. Mike and McCarthy that's in says, Chicago, right? It's a bonus. Yeah. yeah, Soldier Field. And, again, we'll see what the Vikes have to offer as they will be next for the pack. Lions, as I told you, lost yesterday to Carolina 27-24. How about the vice president leaving Indianapolis uh, in the first half after <laughs> yeah. spending all of that money for security and everything else? Hey, had to see I Peyton think, Manning. Peyton I, Manning's big day. Yeah, and it was. It kind of spoiled Peyton Manning's big day. Retired Maybe a little. Now. Maybe sure. a little, but it was kind of still a kind of a hokey. I think for last... Colts fans, it was Peyton Manning's day. They didn't care yeah, what yeah, else was really happening. Yeah, yeah, they didn't care. But anyway, so what else is going on? Giants. Ben McAdoo may be in big-time trouble now. Oh, they're a bad team. Yeah, they that are defense not, you know, was supposed to be their strength, and, and they're terrible. Oh, and 5 Holy cow. And Leonard Fournette of Jacksonville Ooh. runs over the steel curtain. Through he the steel curtain. is a beast. Welcome to the steel curtain. Did you see that run up the sideline where he's waving the safety? Yeah, come on up. Come on, come on, the guy come on. to come hit He's going him. full speed, and he's waving at him. That's nuts. That's and then nuts. goes full speed into him. Right. And that 90-yard run he had with breakaway speed. No, he's a stud for Jacksonville. And the Dolphins offensive line coach fired after a video surfaces of him uh, snorting cocaine. Allegedly. Allegedly. It was cocaine. It was a white powdery substance with a $20 bill could rolled have, up. Could have been a crushed up multivitamin. what? A you dancer he knew? Is that what it was? What's that? A dancer he knew or something like that that he sent this I, video to? I believe it was some, yes, a sketchy lady. 
A sketchy lady. It's an internal matter. Yes, an internal literally, matter. Literally. Literally, it right. went inside, yeah. All right. So anyway, thanks for coming out, everybody. We're going to make it worth your while. we got some great prizes. Our friends from Robinson Heating and Cooling make sure of it when the pack's away. You get to play at the Packer Pro Shop. A $100 gift card is going to... Sue Olsen! Sue is going shopping! Congratulations! Packers, Vikes, finally a noon game next week. Hurrah! We'll see you next Monday night for another edition of the fifth quarter from Mark Daniels. Thanks for coming out so long, everybody.